I think contrasts are absolutely enlightening. They teach us much when we can look at truths and opposing truths, when we can look at falsehoods and truths, put them together and say, huh, where am I at? Where do I want to go? And so certain adjectives, nouns, verbs allow us insight into learning and growing. So for marriage, some of the words that have come to mind over the last several years in helping people with their marriage are some of these opposites. And I call them less effective and more effective marriages. In less effective marriages, you have things like me and mine, or lust or force. In more effective marriages, you have ours, yours. You have love. You have allowing your partner to do what they want to do. Pushing versus retreating or relaxing or relenting. Taking versus giving. Action, like immediate sexual gratification now, versus action over time. I got that concept from the Brave Marriage podcast. And there we also learn about those that live for sex versus those that have lifelong sex. If you watch a movie or TV show with sexual things portrayed in it, it's often living for sex for the moment. Many partners, personal gratification, not lifelong sex with one person that you genuinely care about and want to connect with. You hear more about biology than intimacy. In less effective marriages, you have destroying or the focus on now instead of creating and evolving. What about yell and tell versus learn and discern what your children and spouse needs? There's fixing, always trying to fix, 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 and then there's empathizing. Or as a good friend of mine taught me the other day, if we're often fixing, it's very, very difficult to have unconditional love. If we go about fixing our children, ourselves, Eh, if we focus on getting better ourselves, that's probably another thing. But if we're trying to fix our spouse and our children all the time, and maybe even our neighbors or that person in front of us that's driving crazy, if we have an attitude of fix, 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 it's hard to have unconditional love, to truly love someone regardless of what we consider their stupidity or weakness, which is probably not really the case. In less effective marriages, a spouse is a priority. It's He or she is a priority. But in effective marriages, marriages that are truly thriving, a spouse is your top priority. Think about this. When was the last time you got a call from your spouse and you were busy with a project or at work? You were busy doing something. Maybe you were busy practicing a hobby or a talent. When your spouse called or texted you, was it a nuisance Or is it a welcome opportunity to talk to your most valuable, not possession, but valuable partner, equal partner? I think all too often we have a, in a relationship, you have a a mother figure and a little boy or a father figure and a little girl. And if we evolve past that, then sometimes there's the president of the family and then there's the vice president. One spouse is the VP and the other spouse is the president. I think in truly successful marriages, we get to the point where we understand it's a co-presidency. It's two powerful, wonderful, completely different spouses, partners that are trying to accomplish what seems impossible, and that is raising a wonderful family, developing their marriage, 
And isn't it wonderful that they're totally different? In business, these two opposing partners, one's usually over strategy and the other one's over tactical. One's over operation and operations, and the other one's kind of over more of the general over the entire company. One might handle finances, and one might an- handle personnel, hiring, firing, that type of thing. But they don't make decisions in a vacuum. They discuss things. It's also not something where they just simply agree with each other. They have open, candid discussions trying to find a better way than either of them have. Wouldn't that be awesome if that happened in marriage, too? It can, and it does. Some other opposites. Less effective marriages have frantic spouses. More effective marriages have stillness. Now, that doesn't mean just um, being so quiet that you're doing the silent treatment to each other. It means being still so you can hear things that aren't said. There's panicked people in marriages, and then there's chill. There's yelling, and there's collaboration. There's urges that have to be fulfilled, or so we're told. And then there's true intimacy, which is one author talked about. I believe it was Wendy Nelson talked about intimacy means into me, see, meaning see inside of me, not just the outside, not just the body, but really see into my needs, who I am as a person and connect on that level first. And then here's two other ones. Unchanging. Less effective marriages. Hey, this is just who I am. This is me. It's not going to change. Take it or leave it. And then there's, I love you unconditionally. And I and we will iterate. We'll get better. I call it version 1.0 versus version 209. There's anarchy versus order. There's this, I've got this approach versus... God's got us. I think that one's a crucial one. I've got this versus God's got us. There's lecturing each other or children, and then there's learning together. There's lecturing immediately, and then there's, hey, I'm going to make a note of this and teach at the right time, not immediately. There's blaming and then taking responsibility. One of my favorite phrases to say is, blame makes lame. When you blame others, you don't have to move. You don't have to change. You don't have to get better. Those that don't blame take responsibility for improvement. There's demanding trust from a spouse. Then there's being honest and trustworthy so that you can earn trust. There's escaping alone, just getting away from it all. And then there's vacationing together. There's despair and less effective marriages. And there's trust and more effective marriages. There's arguing. And then there's discussing tough issues, collaborating being candid, truly opening up and talking about what things are going well and where room for improvement is. Not after everything goes wrong, not during everything going wrong, because you're going to often blame each other. But what if nothing's going wrong and you just simply look two days ahead, 10 days ahead and say, hey, based on our past, these things might come up again. What can I do better to handle this? Hey, you've noticed I've lost my cool with the kids. Hey, you understand that I'm not quite the way I need to be and this this issue here. I'm sleeping too much. I'm not sleeping enough. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. What can I do better? Can you guide me? What are your thoughts? Well, there you have it. Less effective versus more effective marriages. In this case, choose the ones on the right. Let the consequences follow. Good luck.